episode 248. Thank you all for listening. Day late and a dollar short. I am Montes T. Baggins here with my co-host. The one and only parrot. I thought you were the day late because I was going to be the dollar short. Axel Cody Bryant. <laughs> all I know is don't we get nervous when they're a day late? Uh, I get nervous when they're a dollar short. <laughs> no, they get nervous when they're a dollar short. That, that too. <laughs> they get nervous when they're a dollar short when I'm there. Like, got to do what you got to do, man. Got to make shit happen. Sometimes the whole train don't leave the station. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm trying to enjoy some popcorn. So I'm going to I'm going to impromptu tell Cody Bryant cuz he does so well. <sighs> Tell them about our sponsors, Cody Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are we talking about, Connell Barrett? Sure. All right. Well, if you want to make sure your girl ain't a day late or a dollar short, and uh, you want to make sure that whole train leaves the station on time, hit up Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. He's got a book coming out. Watch out for that. Watch out for the early release. Uh, make sure it's a bestseller. That way your wife, your mistress, and your girlfriend, get them all happy, put them on the caboose. And, uh, you know, just shout them out. Maybe that's what that's what he should name the book. Don't be a day late and a dollar short. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to try to see if I can get in touch with, with Godfather and see if he'll promote the book. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> well... Cody did so well with that one. How about the next one? The uh, all wear clothing. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. I'm sorry. You, you put me on the spot. Um, Hell yeah. yeah you got to get ready up, when man. I put you on the spot in, in a couple weeks versus Peapod. You got to be ready for this. Cut it's a promo. Not even, but it's not, I'm not trying to cut a promo on them. I'm just trying to have an intervention. That's all. That's all it's <laughs> going to be. It's an intervention. It's not, there's no. You know, just like the just like the show intervention. There's no and there's no aggression. You know, it's a welcoming place. It's all love. Just want the best for them. But if you want the best, you want the best. Uh, you want the best sweatshirts, uh, can koozies, t-shirts, banners, bandanas, anything you can think of. Uh, all wear clothing. They got your back. Covered in more ways than one. I like that. Allworkclothing.com. Mention over the line supports the podcast. Brandon will hook you up. See, Cody, you got this. And I'll, I'll kind of lead you into the landscaping one. Thanks to Crandall's Squatty Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas. And not... Coral Gables, Florida. Okay, I like it. Coral Gables, Florida. What can, what can Sean do for you, Cody Bryant? Man, well, well, he can't do too much for me where I'm at. But uh, anybody else, um, I mean, there isn't much he he can't do. Um, if you at this time of year, you need to, you need to driveway plowed, you need the shovels in your in your side or your sidewalk shoveled, uh, your your porches and everything else cleaned off. You want to get ready for the winter? Try to winterize that driveway, so to speak. Call Crandall's Quality Landscaping. And then he'll get you ready in the springtime, too, as well. Get those flowers planted. Get that mulch out. 
get that fertilizer spread over the grass. That way you can have that nice green Hank Hill special lawn in the middle of summer. You don't have to worry about anything. You say Hank Hills. Get the Hank Hill special. <laughs> you get you that yeah. good Bermuda. He uh he can hook you up. And he's doing demolition now, so he can do some demo for you if you need that. So here comes the axe, here comes the smasher. He got you. <laughs> I like it. The old BDSM uh tag team. <laughs> Well, maybe he can do something for me back here. I, I want to get some uh, pavers put down in the patio. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we know this past week lost uh, lost uh, another wrestler, only 41, though. John Huber, uh, people know him as Brody Lee or knew him. Heavy uh, on the mister. In, heavy Mr. on the mister. Brody Lee. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Brody Lee. Mr. Brody Lee. And um, – I don't know, man. It was was it, we just talked last week about how his son and we, we didn't understand why AEW did a dark match and did his son beating Kenny Omega, but now it makes a lot more sense now that we know. Um, you know that was sad to see. Yeah, they must have. They must have known known some. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and he was Luke Harper in WWE for. The WWE fans, Luke Harper. We knew him as Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee, John Huber. Um, yeah, what did they say? What did they say he died from? It was like lung issue, right? But it wasn't it's related to COVID. Issue. Yeah, yeah, non-COVID lung issue. Man, um, from what I was I happy seen, to see him go some, to AEW. Yeah, he had a chance to shine. Man, he was he was one of the few. You know, wrestlers that could actually wrestle and tell a story in the ring that they had on the roster. Um, it's, it's, it's a shame that he couldn't have, you know, more matches that he had with Cody. So they had a nice little feud. He was, like I said, it sounded like he was an all around good dude, too. So that's never yeah. good. Yeah. Little crazy you know, is that yeah, young you family, good dudes. he's young. That's too bad, it really is. So, it Not is, important. and you know, I had a young, young son. But I just saw this about what uh, Tony Schiavone said on what happened when Brody Jr. does have an AEW contract. And knowing Brody was very sick and it was the holidays, knowing it was going to be very difficult for him to kick out, so to speak. Uh, they brought Brody to TV and wrestling is his life. They made him a member of the Dark Order. They put a mask on him. He came out with a kendo stick and beat up a lot of people. They signed him to a contract, legitimately signed him to a contract. When he gets of age, he'll be with AEW. They have taken care of him. He follows guys around in the back and becomes part, part of us. He gets involved with a guy, sits in gorilla position, comes out with the mask, and does some crazy things. The roster love Brody, and we are family. It's that's, uh, you know, sad, but it's good to see things like that. And then uh, Cesaro, I love what he posted. The dirty, quote-unquote, tank tops Brody wore in the ring were actually very clean and smelled tremendous. He put a lot of work and pride in keeping them clean but looking dirty. He would get so mad if somebody would yank at them or tear them. <laughs> <laughs> That's good right there. And Brian Wynn, uh, the, the referee, he said, knowing that he did this every time, 
which is he'd come up the steps and kind of stare at the post and then, you know, smack the steps and go up. He, he stuck a sticker on there that said, suck it, Harper. <laughs> so it was eye level. And, uh, of course, he lost his shit and was laughing his ass off because he saw suck it, Harper on there. Oh, man. Some good stories with that. That's for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, he just seemed well-loved, well-liked by everybody. You know, WWE had the little bit they could do for him. It was very little. Uh, Kevin Nash called him out on that bullshit. There's a few wrestlers calling him out on that. Yeah, uh, Kevin, Kevin Nash and was a big one. Uh, Brian Myers called him out. I mean, they could have done a little bit more what they did. But, you know, it's WWE, though, so what do you expect, really? Right. Um, well, Bear, do you have uh, some updated standings for us, sir? Why, yes, I do. Um, let's see. Mr. Montes Tobagan has a 735. Cody B. Blair Bryant with 643. Uh, myself at 658. Parrot at 235. Dub at 29. Wes Anderson at 7. And uh, Security Jeff with 1. This will be the last. Um, I mean, technically, when you're listening to this, it's 21. But we're still doing this on Wednesday, the 30th. So this is the last trivia for 2020. Um, and unless um, there's a 70-point play in here, it looks like uh, oh, Mr. T. Baggin is going to uh, win 2020. But are we resetting or are we going again? Are we just going? I'm resetting. I, well, I mean, I'm going to put in – I mean, I can carry the points over if you want. I'm just changing the year. And well, my ex- well, since the year's technically over and this is the first episode of 2021, <laughs> just end it now and reset now. Do you want me to reset or do you want me to change the points? Because what I was going to do, I can either keep the points or I can move over to um, – I can just totally reset everything. Uh, I guess we'll take uh, whatever the majority wants to do. I'm good with whatever. What do you, uh, what's Parrot and Cody Bryant think? Uh, let's start fresh, man. Start fresh, okay. What's the worst that can happen? Well, then I'll win that year. I guess we'll reset it every year. How's that? Unless he came up with like an 80 point question. No, he did. Well, hopefully not. On the fly. I'm cool with it. I'm just switching everything over right now, so I wasn't prepped for that. So titles, titles for show. All right, resetting. Actually, we're not though because I do put the wrestling ones in all these. So sorry, that's not it all year. You what? For what we do, since we do the trivia on one day, I put them into that time frame so I know where we're sitting at. Because if okay, we okay, so we'll reset for next week then, right? Yeah. Yep, for next, next week. week. Okay. Yep. So this one will stay on where we're at, and it gives me time to create a whole new uh, spread and all that. No problem. Tough three-pointer. Which wrestler made his debut in ECW as a wrestler named Mongo Vile and eventually went on to have a Hall of Fame career? This is a Cody Bryant question written all over it. Let's start off with a tough three-pointer. Mongo Vile. God, I've never even heard that. Right. Not even like in passing, you know, like, oh, wait, hold on a second. I've literally never heard that. No, especially not in ECW. 
you like my answer? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a real Hall of Fame career right there. Steve, Mongo, Mongo Vile, McMichael. Oh. Oh, um, Mongo Vile. I wonder if it's like legit ECW or like NWA ECW. Yeah. Or even Eastern Championship Wrestling. I've never heard of Mongo Vile, so. Me neither. And I wonder when he says went on to have a Hall of Fame career, does that mean he's in the Hall of Fame or in, in right? Is it just his really opinion? He had a Hall of Fame career. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna assume he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. In there. I don't know. I have no idea. I just. I just um, first name that came to my head, I put in. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of that remotely would. All right. Holy Blanchard, Steve Mongo, Vile McMichael, Devon Dudley. What do you got, Parrot? Parrot, I have no idea. I have no idea. Swaggle. Swaggle it is. <laughs> Oh, run, Darkly. Oh, man. Oh. Ooh, that one hurts. Bubba Ray. Oh, well. Oh, you're close. Did you just pull that one out of your ass or did you? Yep, because that's the only person I could think the, – the only ones I could think of that would be in the WWE Hall of Fame that started in ECW. Next up, another tough three-point question. Inaugural Ring of Honor television champion was Eddie Edwards, who defeated which wrestler in the finals of an eight-man tournament? Oh, boy. At see. least give a goddamn year. How am I supposed <laughs> to know Ring of Honor would? Ring of, I, I remember Ring of Honor like one in the morning like when I was a teenager, so I don't know how long Ring of Honor has been on. I want to say... They started in like 2002, I think. I don't know when did uh when did the Matt Hardy Edge thing Lita thing blow up? What year was that? Was that 2005? As I remember, Matt Hardy going to Ring of Honor then for like a cup of coffee, but so I mean they were around. I want to say like 03, 04. Oh my gosh, Eddie Edwards though, the TV title. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think who would be Ring of Honor. I had two people come to mind. I already put mine in. I'm just waiting on you fellas. But uh, I could are they still there? Complete... No. No, You'll... I mean like, are they still in Ring of Honor? Or are they still my guys? Wrestling? No, they went to WWE and became big, and now they're not there. I don't even know when Eddie Edwards was there. I don't even know if he's still there. No, he's an impact now. So then I'm way off. Guaranteed. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. Yes. Oh, I'm good. Oh, my gosh. Um, TV title? I, God damn. I'm just going to guess. <sighs> Oh, 
I'm just guessing. Yep, mine's in. I'm ready whenever you guys are. All right. CM Punk, RVD, oh. Roderick Strong. I think I'm way off because CM Punk was there years ago. That was about that time. I think I don't know how long Eddie Edwards has been around. Davy Richards. Davy Richards. Yeah. I know they tagged together. They were like the American Wolves or Werewolves or something. American like that. males. American. <laughs> American yes. males. American males. Family Feud Style Edition. Top 10 answers on the board. Name the wrestlers with the matches inside Hell in a Cell. Most matches. Three strikes and you're out. All right. Parrot's first. Parrot, you get a guess. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Oh, shoot. Okay. Most <laughs> matches. In a hell in a cell. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Triple H. You gotta be up Pretty there. solid. Yeah, that's a good guess. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He gets 27 for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's triple. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Jeremy just said it too. <laughs> Good job, Parrot. On to uh, Cody Bryant. Uh, the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. He's at least top three. Me. No, Take- number one. Taker. Figure he was number one. Excuse me. Hmm. All right, on to my brother in arms, Mister Bear. Hold on a second. Sorry, I'm dropping Cody's points in here. Um. Oh, oof. Wait, did we lose Parrot after he got 27? (laughs) (laughs) I think he just mic dropped us. 27, I'm out. I'm done with this. I'm trying to think if there's... I'm trying to think of the newer one I got. You get three strikes, so you're good. I got to go. I'm going to go with Orton. He's got... I mean, he's been around forever. He's probably, what, fifth or some shit, probably. I think he'd I think he'd be higher. I think that was a, that was my guess. Oh, wrong yeah. thing. <laughs> Sorry, wrong <laughs> chat box. <laughs> Close that so I don't confuse myself. Baker was Cody. Some matches have there been. Nice third. Third, huh? Martin Damn, he's been an eight of them. There. I'm gonna go HPK for me. All right, fifth tie. Damn. Um. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Barrett gets his twenty-seven points and he's out. <laughs> oh man, let's see. Let me see. Let me see. His computer died. He said, "Hold on." 
Got to skip his turn. We'll come back to him. Um, I'm going to say, no, no. Mick Foley. What about my next guess? I didn't think she... Man, I didn't think Shawn Michaels had been in that many. I know you've been in four. Six points for Cody. Second. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go with, I mean, Cena's been around, so I got to go with Cena. He's been in at least three. Yeah, 27 points in his computer mysteriously dies. Conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> China. China. Really? Wow, I think he'd been in four. Um, give me Kane. It's it's gotta be. It's got it's gotta be Kane. He better not count him in that one when he ripped the damn cell door off. <laughs> <laughs> Count Where is he at? Number nine. Yeah. Yes. Boy. How many more we got to go? See, three, He's been six, in three. Seven. We got three to go. Wow. Three more well, to go. Ties, though. That's the problem. All right. We have another four, another four, five, five, and another nine. Oh three. boy. Oh. Um, geez, a piece, man. Oh, man. I almost want to say it's something that be somebody like off the, you know, somebody we wouldn't even think of. Can't be too many older guys left, if any. Right. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I got a strike to throw away, man. Sasha Banks. Not a bad one. Kyle Trask got benched. <laughs> Glad we switched our picks. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, hell. Back to the draw board. You're right. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, fuck. That was going to be mine. My bad. Man. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. He must have just missed it. I thought he was in three. I I thought so, too. Um, Edge? Eh. It's kind of. It might be. He was in. He was in one for sure. Right. Yeah. Might be. Uh, I'm gonna go Miz. 
okay, now we're on a cold streak. Yikes. <laughs> because Cody put Sasha in there. He ruined it. Well, he should have said, if he'd have just said the most in general, we probably would have been all right. Because now we got to figure out who else to put in there. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say, hell, they started making it a damn pay-per-view, though. That's the problem. Um, He said there's a number four, a five, and a nine. And Kane had three and nine. He was nine. Five was four. Four must be what, six? I can say, man, it's got to be. Five, right? Or five. Five? Yeah, because f- five is four. Oh, HPK, Foley, and Cena were all had four. So four, four is probably five, yeah. Or it could be more because three is eight. Right. Boy, boy. Let's see. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Thunderdome Rome. Yeah, that was. I don't. Mm. See, and after the old guys, it was a pay per view. You know, it's a yearly pay per view. Right. Thunderdome Rome. Oh, yeah, there's our number five. Give you another six here. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Jericho. He got to be in that. He got to have at least three. Uh, Jericho. I'm going to go with old, since you gave me an idea with Roman, I'm going to go with old Colby Lopez himself. Uh, not really, Jericho. Piece of shit. Really? Huh. Well, damn. No, Seth? Maybe he doesn't know who Colby Lopez is. Because <laughs> they, they competed in all the same shit together. That's why my other – well, I won't say my other one, but it's pretty obvious now. No, yeah, see, my bad. Ooh. So my other one should be good too then. Oh, he's number nine, huh? He oh, said it was two number that. nines? Yeah. yeah, so there's only – there's number four left, which is could be anywhere from what, eight to five, I think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Jer- I'm so mad at Jeremy for not knowing who Colby Lopez was. He didn't do good on the real name quiz from a while back. <laughs> on you, Cody. Um, well, I got a strike to throw away. Bray Wyatt. Oh, there's only one more left? Oh, yeah, because you got Thunderdome Rome. Yeah. No, I got three to throw away still. Nope. So that's two strikes for you. Throw away. Well, that's two strikes for you. You got one. That's one. That's Uh -uh. two, motherfucker. We missed three Uh -uh. in a row. Oh, oh. You said Brock. Oh, I said Brock. I said Miz. He said Edge. So he's down Uh two. He's got one left. 
Mm-hmm. Let's see. So you got Rollins and Roman. God damn it. Um, I know this dude's been in two for sure that I can remember, so I'm going to have to go with Punk. Nice. It's, um, I can only think of people. I didn't even think about him. Multiples, and I know he's been in two, so he's got a. I was going to say Dean Ambrose. I was keeping with the shield. Nice. There you go. There it is. Clean it out. Yeah, Dean, Dean Ambrose is my other one. He said Rome. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could go. So Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. So I'm glad you got it before I went to Dean. Well, I would add another strike, but didn't think about CM Punk, even though I used him earlier to answer a question. <laughs> yeah, and I have the chat box up, which is why. I was like, wait a second. Uh, all right, all he has this week. See you guys for the special 250th show Jeopardy next week. So 249 and 250, it'll end. Thank you. So we're uh, we'll be 25 percent away from a thousand, or 75 percent, 25 percent into a thousand. So this show started in July of 2018. We are two and a half years in. Hard to believe. Two and a half years in. I know it started with me, Bear, and Dub, and then uh, out in a garage in the warmth, and then it got cold, and then it was unbearable. It had every heater possible, and then we moved into the room that was just a room with a couple six-foot tables. Now we actually have a conference. You guys haven't even been here since the floors have been redone, or there's a conference table. Hashtag COVID. Hashtag COVID. I mean, you, you see the floors. They're cool. And then you guys are very familiar with the uh, the old tables. I'm so that's also good. Familiar with the ladders and chairs. Oh my! So final, we're the final second trip. longest. So we're the second longest. Uh, what second longest weekly episodic podcast in America right now? Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that what they used to say about Raw? The longest weekly oh, they yeah. still say episodic series. Yeah. <laughs> Crap like that. So the final podcast standings for 2020 for the trivia. Montez teabagging with 745. Elf in second with 79. Cody Bryant in third with 665. Parrot in fourth with 252. Dub with 29. Wes Anderson with seven. And Security Jeff with one. Why I've been a slate, so I am now like Ric Flair. You can call you can call me Mr. Flair, a sixteen time. So I'm I'm gonna be stuck here. Vince is gonna hold me back. Not gonna get past sixteen. I'll be stuck here for a while because I ain't winning the bowls because since he'll beat Georgia, so I'll sit here and we'll reset for next year. So next year will be another fun one, and we'll have um, more trivia for the year. And looking forward to what people can. Well, we can answer. Let's see if we can get over seven, six, and seven hundred again. I'm sure we can. Depends on how he sets up the points. Looking forward to that. So, uh, next week, which is the Jeopardy show, we will not have trivia. So, tune in the following week when we have Peapod on the show and we'll have some fun trivia then, too. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into a few things with wrestling. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but Miz is again Mr. Money in the Bank. I don't understand. And he so he cashed it in apparently against Drew McIntyre uh, and AJ Styles. 
and he gets it back Monday. I don't get it. Um, and he lost clean. I was shocked. Clean to Grand Metal League. I mean, it's official. Nobody cares about money in the bank anymore. Nope. <laughs> I mean, the first sign was when they gave it to Otis to begin with. And now it's just, it's official. Nobody cares. Yeah, no, it's it's done. Um, I don't know if you saw Raw two nights ago, but it ended with uh, Alexa out in the ring, had Orton come out, dumped gas all over herself, circled herself with it, made it a trail to Orton. He strikes a match, show goes off the air. So is he going to do a live murder with her too? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not Jesus Christ. Try to get Bray back. <laughs> She's going to hell. Kane's going to bring him back. Jesus. Yeah. The, the creative is just great. Let's light, right. let's light people on fire. Light people on fire, pal. Uh, Don't say it too loud because that'll be something else. They'll be trying to do in AEW. Armag- <laughs> Armageddon is coming back as a pay-per-view in February, February 28th to be exact. So the first pay-per-view after the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I thought they had good pay-per-views. It's because the rest of the world is about to end. That's why we're in wrestling Armageddon right now. This is true. This was a fun thing I saw, though. Uh, two, Well, two things here. So SmackDown did a 3.3 three six million rating last night <laughs> biggest ratings ever on fox and the biggest of 2020 overall for double double e this has a lot to do with the saints versus vikings being a strong lead-in for them a lot of nfl audience stuck around to watch smackdown <laughs> also a genius move by the wwe to open the show so actually a good move they opened the show with roman and kevin owens so it's actually one smart thing they did about how many people watched though? So. Uh, four million. For, so four million first four million half viewers. hour drew over four million. So after that drew three, essentially, yeah. throughout the show. That's pretty solid for well, them. At least they figured out how to do that. And that's about the only good thing they've done this year. One of the few things they've done good this year, better than AEW's lead in after NBA. <laughs> they tried that with uh, Fat Back Jericho. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Chris uh, Hems- Helmsley. I mean, my bad, my bad. I mean, uh, Vince Neal Jr. <laughs> and they, uh, he promptly got eviscerated. They, oh my gosh, did you see? Oh, dude, he the way he sent the, a picture. I saw like, he sent a picture <laughs> where he's like, I'm thick skinned. Yeah, yeah, you are thick skin, fat boy. You would be. You just ought to be. <laughs> thick skin like them burgers you eating. Oh. I but, I don't know if you guys seen any of the reaction to that on Twitter. Oh yeah. Uh, to Jericho. Um uh, to, to everybody out up there in uh in the in Podland. Um let's see, let me try to find a few. Well here, hold on before you get into that, because I'll pull up um I'll try to pull that up too so we can share it. And 
Uh, but I did want to mention before we go into AEW about one thing, another good thing. Best thing with WWE right now is Roman. So they said how the, f- like one of the tweets that went to him was how the fuck did Roman Reigns not win any slammies? Roman responded. This is on Twitter. When you are the highest paid, most decorated superstar in the business, you don't need participation trophies. <laughs> like that. For participation awards. I thought that See, was fucking man, good. And this is what everybody was saying, man. Let let Roman be a heel, man. He's just yep. he, he was just a natural like he's probably well, he is, and you can tell. Like he's the nicest guy in the world. But he I think he enjoys being the asshole at work. Yeah. And and you can tell. Yeah. Like you can tell he enjoys being mean to people. So yes, he does. He loves it. So this was the Jericho picture he put out. So it came out fat Jericho because all the NBA fans that hadn't seen him in years were like, what the fuck? So he sends this picture. I don't understand why he's got to do the duck face and try to flex. You can see he's flexing. Like, I don't get it. I'm not going to lie, though. If I flex like that, I don't have a six-pack. It looks like he's holding his breath, to be honest. He like, he sucked it in, he's holding his breath. You ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm he's impressed that in- the NBA fans stayed around to uh, to actually um, watch AEW. Oh, they didn't stick around long, though. <laughs> this, 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 this is what they said. This is what a few of them said. Uh, let's see. I can't believe Chris Jericho is still wrestling. He's built like Miss Trunchable. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's see. Somebody said Chris Jericho is still wrestling. He ought to be shamed. Uh, two laugh emojis. And what the fuck is AEW? <laughs> what the fuck is AEW? Oh, man. Oh, okay, okay. Is Chris Jericho's new persona supposed to be Brett Michaels? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Chris Jericho, a king in this knockoff WWE, huh? Oh, there's one thing here. Somebody said, people are body shaming one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Dude is 50-plus and probably in better shape than half the trolls on here. He said, oh, they are? Well, either way, I guarantee I can do more timed push-ups, weighted squats, and inclined sit-ups than all of them, and still draw record ratings. I have a really thick skin, kids. Kiss emoji, le champion. (laughs) Yes, it's thick, because you got fat, dude. Like, just... Oh, man, let me see. What did somebody say? Oh, Bruh, what is Chris Jericho doing on this bootleg AEW wrestling league and why wrestlers' body fall off so bad? Oh, man. Said my man Chris Jericho got a beer belly. Oh, then somebody said uh, (laughs) Chris Jericho fat as shit. (laughs) Four laughing. Four laugh cry emojis. <laughs> Just trashing him. Right? Oh, boy. Yeah, so I said, why am I watching a pudgy Chris Jericho wrestling? Well, don't, 
don't don't forget uh you know it's january 3rd today first show of the new year for us um tomorrow is legends raw cody's favorite with his buddy terry and uh richard flyer man listen (laughs) (laughs) i don't know has anybody even seen like who's supposedly uh coming back uh, I heard they signed this uh, somebody. Who they sign? Or I heard Booker T might come back, right, and wrestle. He's on payroll. He hell, he, he probably in the building. Shit. He is, doesn't he? Doesn't he do all the pre-show stuff? I think so. Um, I don't know. I'm pulling up the list. Uh, let me see. I got the list loading up. They're special. <laughs> All right. Here uh these um, illustrious legends um that, that that'll be appearing. Which you know what? Knowing WWE, these probably everybody'll probably be on the Zoom. It'll probably be like five people in person, and then everybody else will be in the friggin' audience behind the ring on the on the little uh was in the Thunderdome. <laughs> they might. Um, okay, here we go. Uh illustrious legends such as uh Alicia Fox. <laughs> um Beth Phoenix, she'll probably already be there. Mm-hmm. It's a big show. He'll probably already be there. Um, you know, they, they made a call back to this one. I'm surprised he even had time to show up. Uh Boogeyman, he's gonna be there. Um, let's see uh, Gatekeeper Booker he's going to be there Um, uh, the illustrious uh, Candice Michelle she's going to be there you know people have been dying for her to come back (laughs) we were just talking about her you know like man I wonder where she is what she's doing I almost I was going to tell you I was going to send a a cameo request to to Melina because it was cheap too just for the sole purpose of you know exactly what I want to ask her. <laughs> but I didn't know if she'd answer it for us in a uh, cameo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that. <laughs> yeah, I can't have my name attached to that one. Well, Parrot send it. This <laughs> cameo just says, Crawl Space Jake. Right. Hey, uh, how big is Batista's dick? <laughs> uh, see, I wouldn't even ask that question. I'd have been like, "Man, is John Morrison really that big of a punk?" <laughs> like, I'm sorry, man. We just all everybody getting fired. I'm just, I'm sorry. We all getting fired. You're not just gonna be, you, you, you know, you're not just gonna be knocking off my girl in the same building. We all working together. Like, it just, it's just not gonna. Happen. I don't care how big you are. It's just, no. Unless you Brock Lesnar. If you Brock Lesnar, I just had to take that in. Because that's about the only dude on the WWE roster outside of Ken Shamrock that could probably kill you with his bare hands. (laughs) Bobby Lashley probably could too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Anybody else, though, outside of those? Yeah, outside of those three, no, nah, we gonna have to duke that one out. Especially Batista. 
<laughs> He's somebody grandpa anyway. God, kicked him in his hip. I still don't think I want to fight him, though. <laughs> He's still a monster. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Carlito. Um, Hillbilly Jim. Uh, <laughs> your boy Terry. He's supposedly coming back. Yeah, right. Um, Terry. Yeah, Terry. Um, oh, I know we were just talking about where this guy was. We were asking about him. Uh, hell, he might be coming back for, uh, you know, he might be ready to get some get back on Randy Orton, but uh, IRS is coming back. I was just going to say, is Bray's dad going to be there? <laughs> is he really? IRS is coming back, yeah. Didn't they just release his ass earlier in the yeah. year as an agent? Yeah, Probably. so he can come back. <laughs> yeah, so he can come back for Legend Night. <laughs> uh, Jacqueline, they're calling her back. Jeff Jarrett. He's already on payroll. He'll already be backstage. Um, Jimmy Hart, because you know you can't have Terry without Jimmy Hart. Yep. Um, the recently released Kurt Angle. Uh, check. Yeah. Uh, gatekeeper Mark Henry. Um, the, the aforementioned Melina. They're calling her back. Uh, Melina. Melina, she is yeah. coming back. Yeah, she's supposedly coming back. She better do the splits. Yes. Yes. Uh, was oh oh Lord. Mickey James. Um, she's coming back, but she was already on payroll too. So I guess she just must be, um, you know, cleared to come back. Wasn't she injured for a little while? Yeah. I think, yeah, I yeah, think Melina was. was injured or something. Yeah. Yeah, have Molina come out with Morrison and bring out Joey Mercury. Just do it for fun. Hit a oh, ladder Lord. on the face. Yeah. Well. I was say I want to see I want to see them try some inside baseball stuff on that one, since that's what the Miz likes to do. They need to bring yeah. back real legends like Mantar, <laughs> Duke, Duke the Dumpster Drosy. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, Fred Atman's another one you could get. Uh, you, do can't, you can't bring back Tugboat or Typhoon Brooklyn. or whatever he wants to be. Shockmaster. Um, hell. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Ric Flair, <laughs> the legendary Tatanka. You know, we've been dying for him to come back. <laughs> Tatanka's still alive? He's still alive. I bet he's going to be fat as shit. I'm putting no fa- I would say he can't be no fatter than what he was when he left the second time. I'll bet any money he's fat as shit. Who you think who you think will be fatter, man? Tataka? Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, old school Eminem himself, uh, Michael uh, Doc Hendricks is gonna be back. Oh, he's God. He's already backstage anyway. Maybe the so. old uh, Duke, Duke, Duke. Yeah, Duke, Duke, Duke's gonna be there. He's like, I'm pretty sure he's like number four in the company right now. So is he? Right. Oh yeah, he's uh, way up there. Uh huh. So Vince is one, Bruce is two. No, Triple H is two. Or Triple H two, then Bruce. Yeah. Well, probably yeah, Bruce is probably ahead of trips because Bruce is making no. all these. You think so? Bruce is just back to head creative. He he just he's just head creative for both shows. I mean, right. he's back in their inner circle, but yeah, he he's not above trips. How much do you think his salary is a year? Bruce? Yeah. Bruce? Just from just from double double E. I'd say probably two fifty. 
What's it? I think it's more than that. I figured it'd be more. I mean, Vince's salary is like two and a half, three million. Right. And that's just for base. Yeah, that's Vince. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't think Bruce came back for less than one and a half. Let's see. I don't see. I I don't know. I think Brucey is a Brucey's at least one and a half. Hmm. At least I would think so. I don't think so. Uh, oh, Tori Wilson's coming back too. Oh, so I'm trying to think oh, who's gonna be. I almost had her do a cameo for you, Bear. Mm. She take her pants off. That'd have been great. <laughs> I would have been like, "Can you please say, uh, hot friend, get out of the way? I'm here. I'm the new hot friend. <laughs> Something stupid." You know? I don't know. Though. You'd have had Melina. I'd have just asked you to hook me up. I mean, she used to sharing. I mean, she'd come stay at the compound here. So, uh, it talked about one thing that fans have brought up during the news about WWE's policy against third-party partnerships is that wrestlers were being forced to give up their Twitch and Cameo accounts, but Bruce Pritchard was able to keep his Something to Wrestle podcast. And they just remind people that Pritchard is an employee. Wrestlers are independent contractors. No, nah, don't try. Don't give me that shit. That's because that's Pritchard. what they use. That's what nah, they I use. Know it, but this it's is he's Bruce Pritchard. And this is the internet for you right here. Bruce Pritchard, wrestling manager and producer, best known for his brother of love character. Blah 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 blah. He's one of the. He is one of the successful sports executives, which doesn't make sense. How they even right. call him a sports executive. They have his net worth at $91 million. Yeah, I saw that. $91 million. That's not, that is not accurate. (laughs) That popular bio, that can't be right. Who wrote that? Friggin' Conrad wrote that? No, that's some, some dumbass internet shit. I don't know, man. I'm just, I, I don't know. Well, is that because, yeah, yeah, they're. I mean, how much did they ever say they paid Bischoff and Heyman when they brought them back? Because, uh-huh. I mean, I know Bischoff ain't coming back for nothing less than what he was getting paid in WCW. And he got just over a mil, I think, in WCW. Well, here, this will. Okay, so their base is a little different, actually. Uh, in 19, I found their bases for 19. Um, so the base, actually, for Vince is 1.4. Obviously, yeah. they have incentives of ownership. George Barrios, no longer there, 935. Michelle Wilson, no longer there, 935. Mm-hmm. Triple H, mm-hmm. 710. And then Kevin Dunn was 950. I forgot about Kevin Dunn. He's been there for a long time. Kevin Dunn's probably technically the number two. yeah. And then, so Bruce is probably four. Yeah. But, yeah, Bruce, like you said, Bruce, yeah, he might be making five then. But he ain't making much more than that. Yeah. But that's what, that's also Triple H's. Didn't he have a talent contract and a employee contract too, though? Uh, not in 2019, I don't think. I don't know. So, is Jeff Jarrett still on creative too, isn't he? Yeah, he's still back there. 
So why is it so bad? Because Vince is like, that's no. what I don't understand. Probably Vince. It's got to well, be. I, I, well, I think between Vince, Stephanie, and them not wanting to be pro wrestling, like they spend so much time trying to be entertainment and and you know actors and all this other stuff and trying to do whatever the hell you know storylines that they want to do that aren't remotely you know at least based in wrestling and you know you get these television writers that have basically no clue you know and you know this is what we get i mean it's not like we're they they have the the cream of the crop when it comes to these writers either yep i know that's it yeah, I and mean, you're getting people probably fresh out of college or, or um, you know, some throwaways or something or, or, you know, just whatever they can skim up out of the system. And that's their problem is they're pulling these people who don't know what wrestling is. It's not like that's there's a reason why, you know, the 80s and 90s were so good because the people who were creative were wrestlers. You had Dusty Rhodes, you had uh, Kevin Sullivan, you know, you had these guys in the business, which is why, you know, they could, yeah, they had a bad idea, but every, for bad, every bad idea they had, they had what, five good storylines going. Right. There's so many good storylines in the eighties and nineties. And now it just seems like it's kind of shitty. I mean, even the early two thousands had some. Right. And you know, for as much blame as we all put on Vince since, you know, because he's the man at the top. I, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Vince is the problem. No, Vince I, is the problem. He just green lights the shit. I think it's Stephanie. I'm, you're probably right. I think Stephanie's the problem. You know, like once she came back, you know, remember she came in and kind of edged Shane out. And once she took over, you know, she was head of creative for a long time. Well, Shane didn't really want to do it though. He didn't want to be. Yeah. He did his own shit overseas and made millions of dollars. Yeah, he wanted to do his own thing. I think he's a successful businessman. <laughs> it's a tough word to say. Successful, but sir, we're yeah. gonna have to cut you off. Yeah, <laughs> I need at least two more. <laughs> I gotta drive to my bed over here. Uh, Right through the hallway and see if I can fall asleep on it. All right. We'll get you an Uber. <laughs> Sir, where are you going? Oh, I'm staying at my house. I just need to get to my bed. I'd right. Walk there safely. I don't need a seatbelt. Just throw me over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> just come on. Come on in. Just right. make sure you tuck me in. Be all right. Lock the door on your way out. All right. Take some, take some Christmas desserts that are sitting there. <laughs> well we'll save uh because aew are you you're not i'm sure you're not watching that you're still watching oklahoma florida Damn uh, right I am. yeah i got aew recorded because i told you what i'm i told you last week what i'm gonna do and i'm probably gonna stay up tonight and i'm gonna go through and i'm gonna watch every match i'm gonna watch it i won't fast forward it like i used to and i'm gonna i'm gonna count all the dives I'm count everything Thing that goes outside of <laughs> Oh, God. Because I've been watching NXT um, pretty much since we've been recording. And NXT, 
NXT is Triple H. Like NXT is Triple H's career in a nutshell every Wednesday night. <laughs> is that good or bad? It's mediocre. Just, it's like it's Triple H's career. Like it's in the middle. It's slightly above average. Like Triple H's career in a nutshell. You know, you have one or two good matches here and there. You got some bad, you know, you got some good, you got some bad. Then you got some ugly, but the good isn't necessarily, you know, is is good to great, but it's not consistently great. If, you know, like it's, it's good, you know, you have some good, you got some great, but it's not consistently great all the time. And I mean, that's Triple H's career. Yeah. You know, he wasn't trash. He wasn't, you know, he's slightly above average. He was above average. Yeah. So this is a look into the future, people. Once uh, once Vince is gone, you know, this is, uh, this is what we got. 31-13 Oklahoma. Well, damn. And AEW won't be around by then either. Man. Well, I take that. Khan's got a lot of money. Those I was say, Khan's got a lot of money. He's like got Dixie, more money than like Dixie Carter. When she took right. TNA, she shouldn't have been there for a little while either, but she just had the money. Yeah, she had the money to keep it going because she did her damnedest to kill it too. It's like Twister. I'm in it for the money, not the science. <laughs> One of the greatest movies ever, by the way. I. I, I don't know. I don't think I don't know how long the contract is with TNT for AEW, but they're gonna be looking for a new network soon. I think. I mean, granted that TNT is TNT is kind of like USA, to where you know, outside of probably live sports, you know, wrestling is probably pulling in the most viewers out of anything else. I mean, that's why WWE's been able to stay on USA Network for so long. And, I mean, outside of, hell, outside of basketball season, I don't really know what else is on TNT. Uh, what? Maybe movies? some... Movies? Was that movies? Yeah. That's it? Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I can think. Yeah, so I mean, SV, I don't know. S SVU re reruns. Yeah, that's yeah. USA. Uh, what? Oh, hell, what the hell else is on TNT? Oh well, I I don't know. I I mean, Khan's got a lot of money, so hell, he'll probably end up buying time on TNT just to make it look like they're still there. So. Like, I don't know, man. Tony Khan's a dimwit. Like, he, like, I, I guess I won't call him a dimwit. That's kind of mean. I'm supposed to be starting the year off different. Just see. Um, Told my daughter I was going to be a nicer person. Well, you should be. <laughs> well, technically, it's still, uh, it's still 2020, <laughs> so it's okay. Oh, well, then that dimwitted fanboy. 
needs to listen to freaking all that wrestling history he's got at his disposal. The um, you need to check out. I I'm looking at on Twitter. I'll watch it later. But I just saw the opening of uh, how they opened up AEW, and I mean it's his his uh, family out there, two kids and his wife. Uh, in the middle, surrounded by all the wrestlers, it's just—it's crazy. Kids uh, dressed yeah. up like Dark Order, and like it's awesome. Because uh, that's, that's what—that's the, the messed up part. Because he was in AEW, and he yeah. was his best at Luke Harper. That's, that's the messed up part. Yeah, and, and he was good if they—they they gave him time and more stuff. But they—they, they, you know, they're doing mm-hmm. WWE. They have too much freaking talent, and they're using the same. Doing exactly what WWE does. They are they mirroring know. it. Yeah. They are using the same exact talent that yep. they should not be. No one, I don't, you and I, and I think Bear yep. agrees, don't need to see Jericho. I don't no. need to see Young Bucks. I don't need to see Cody Rhodes. Like, no, right. I don't want to see I don't need to see Orange Cassidy. He's all right. Darby <laughs> Allen's fun, but I don't need him with Sting. Like, right. I don't need this. And that's the thing. What is Sting really going to teach Darby Allen to be uh, a to, dim light? No, 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 no. How to fully oh. paint his face. Ah, there we go. Yep. <laughs> I gonna say, next thing you know, Darby Allen's going to grow his hair out and have a full face paint. <laughs> and wear longer jackets. That's what it'll be. That's what it'll be next. He'll have a sh- longer bat, too. Yeah, he'll be wearing he'll longer jackets. He'll a 36-inch ja- bat. Right. He'll come out. 34 ounces. For a year. <laughs> he'll come out. Yeah, I say, he'll sit in the bleachers <laughs> for a year. And then when he comes down, he'll come down on a long board instead of that other skate, a regular skateboard. Yeah, and, and the sad come thing up. is he'll still probably fight Hogan. Yeah, right? that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Terry's bringing the NWO into AEW, and he'll take the Jesus, belt off. Don't say that. He won't be able to get that old man hip up and right. to pretend to fall into his boot. Don't say that. Because, I mean, as, Tony, as much as Tony Khan – wants the old WCW back. That's going to be next. I guarantee that's going to be next. That's that's going to be next. Anything, like if you pay attention, if you remotely know anything about Tony Khan and what he enjoyed as a fan growing up as a kid, is everything that he enjoyed as a fan as a kid is in AEW right now. He was a big ECW guy. First ECW person he brings in, Taz. Brings in the FTW belt for what? Like, it, what was the purpose of the, of the FTW belt? Like, who's carrying it? Is it just for somebody to carry it or what, man? Like AEW, like you said, is a mirror image of WWE. They got all this talent and have no clue what to do with it. Yep. All these guys that we got excited for coming to AEW. Um, Oh my gosh! Uh, well, Brian Cage, we got excited for that. Look at that, Lance Archer. Yeah, especially him. Like all three of us were excited for him coming in, just seeing what he did in New Japan. And they fumbled that in the very beginning, and then he had COVID, and you know he came back, and they're still they still don't know what to do with him. Yep, and that's what happens as we go back to our point on point on point of having these fucking Hollywood or college or whatever producers or writers or whatever they want to call mm-hmm. them try to write wrestling. It's just yeah. just not it. But I think, like you said, though, I think that you know we we were spoiled with such good wrestling in the '80s and '90s that 
how do you follow that up? Like, what do you do? No one right. knows too. Like everyone, it's either go right back to that and see if it works or let's try something so stupid that it might work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what the sad thing is? I give it, I'll give it till June and Vince Russo will be writing for AEW. Oh God. June. By the way, he's on cameo. June. <laughs> I, fuck that shit. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I almost, I almost did it just to, to, to get a rise out of it, but he charges too much. <laughs> I'm I think he charges like 40 bucks. No, no, he ain't worth it. He ain't worth 20 bucks. Yeah, no. nothing's going to ever top Gil. Oh, right. Bro, bro, get, Gary said Merry Christmas, bro. Swerve, bro. <laughs> I'm talking Hanukkah. Great, bro. Man, this is great, bro. Like, that would be it. <laughs> like, you know the worst part about AEW? The wrestlers are the ones running the show. Mm-hmm. But yep. they're so the, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are so hard pressed on trying to do things their way. Like it's been shown for a year, your way does not work. And you have no clue what you're doing. Like your way doesn't work. This is why you ended up in AEW in the first place. You tried to do shit your way in New Japan, and they said, all right, fine, kick rocks across the pond. And look at New Japan. They are doing just fine without you. Ring of Honor, the same way. Hell, you tried to play. They tried to play both sides against the middle with AEW or uh, with New Japan and Ring of Honor, and they both said, all right, fine, kick rocks. And they're both doing just fine. Like Ring of Honor, they're not trying to be number two. They're not trying to be number three. Like Ring of Honor is only trying to be a wrestling promotion. That's all they're trying to do. And um, I want to say I didn't get a chance to watch the Christmas episode, but um, it was a Dalton Castle and uh, what is this guy? Um, Brian Johnson. It was Brian Johnson, Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle, the promo he cut on Dalton Castle. Oh my God. Like everything about it made sense. And you know how that match came about? Because Brian Johnson seen Dalton Castle backstage, talked some trash to him, threw a drink in his face. And he cut a promo saying how. Dalton Castle has been around too long. He's the old dude, you know, so to speak, in the promotion. He's been champion. He's lost, and he's lost a step. And uh, basically, Brian Johnson said, Dalton Castle is in my spot. I'm a young up-and-comer. Dalton Castle needs to be out of my way. And he cut, like, a two-minute promo on it, and it was fire. And everything made sense. And then they went out and had a match. And the match, it was a wrestling match that made sense. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like, AEW and WWE need to get their shit together. And it's crazy. Like, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, like, they think they know it all. And it's it's obviously showing. They have no idea. They they don't know. You got Jim Ross there. Jim Ross was a booker. 
Arn Anderson was an agent. I think he was a booker at one point in time in WCW, at least on the committee. You know, Tony Schiavone, he knows what the hell's going on. Tully Blanchard, like Tully Blanchard, his dad had a whole promotion in Texas. Then you got Jake Roberts there. He was a part of the booking committee in WWE at one point in time. So I just, I just don't understand it, man. You have all that and you have guys that should be on TV all the time, you know, should be having matches. Like you said earlier, Lance Archer, like how is he not on TV every single week wrestling somebody? We seen what Brian Cage did in Lucha Underground. Like it wasn't the best, but it was still capable. Everything made sense. It's, it's just I don't know, man. I don't, they don't know what the hell they're doing. And they're they're not on any path to get there either. No, no. Like the best thing they could come up with is hey. Let's form the Bullet Club cross promotion. Let's reform the Bullet Club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, he brought the NWO back. <laughs> hey, essentially, that's what they did. Hmm. When we were most popular, when we were all in Bullet Club. But where's the rest of them at? Oh, they're in Impact. All right, fine. Let's call them up. Let's do something with them. And there's even less people watching Impact than AEW. Right. And I didn't, I don't think I told you this. I was looking at, um, I was like reading through some stuff with WWE and I was like, Hardy bros, what the, I was like, what the hell? And I was so confused when I read it. I'm like, what? And I'm like, because it wasn't, you know, the Hardys, it was just Hardy bros. And I'm like sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. And I go, look. Jeff Hardy, Matt Riddle, tagged the Hardy Bros. <laughs> like now it makes sense. Um, <sighs> but uh, we're just we'll keep complaining all day. We got to wrap some of this shit up because we've already gone long uh, for wrestling. The uh, I, I went back to twenty one years ago now, uh, January third, two thousand, from Greenville, South Carolina. WCW Monday Nitro. The main event. I will give you each one guess, and I guess closest will take the point. And if you're both way off, is nothing. So the main event was a WCW tag team title match, and it was a title change. Okay. Kevin Nash and Scott Steiner lost. Who won? January 3rd, 2020, or I mean, 2000, 2000, 21 years ago. So Steiner and Nash lost to. Looks like it was a tournament of things going on. So this team beat Lash LaRue and Midnight, and then they also beat Buff Bagwell and Vampiro. And then in the main, they beat Kevin Nash and Scott Steiner. I'm happy you said that because I was going to say Vampiro and Sting. Um, <laughs> so good thing you told me who all was in that. Um, 2000, early 2000. 
The Natural Born Thrillers. Wasn't that Stasiak and Palumbo? I'm going to go with Chronic. Ooh, I forgot about Chronic. Was that Brian Adams and Brian Clark, I think, or some shit? Yeah, yep. Oh, it's it's better. It's better than that. Better than both of those. David Flair and Crowbar. Oh. Yeah, should have known that one. Could have went really stupid. They had the say, we, we tried to make sense. So on the same day in Miami, Florida, on Monday Night Raw from the American Airlines Arena, 9,200 attendants for Monday Night Raw. Uh, I'll just tell you some of the matches. They were much better. Bubba Ray and Devon beat Scotty Tuhati and Grandmaster Sexay. Kurt Angle beat Kane. China beat Hardcore Holly. Triple H beat the big show for the WWF heavyweight title. I would have taken this as the main over the other. Big Boss Man and Prince Albert beat Mae Young and the Fabulous Moolah. <laughs> I would have taken that over the other in WCW. That was Raw? Yeah, that was Raw. Uh. Brad Sean Farouk beat Joey Abs, Pete Gass, and Rodney. Jeff Hardy beat Al Snow in a steel cage. And then The Rock... In a no disqualification handicap tag, beat Billy Gunn, Road Dog, and X Pac in the main. Doesn't sound like a bad. I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, Raw wasn't bad until like I don't know what oh four. No three oh four, yeah. And <laughs> Triple H's Reign of Terror began. See, I I didn't mind that. I, I thought that was all right. It might have been like 06 is when Raw started getting bad. Uh, yeah, that's what, when Batista left Raw? No. Nah, went to SmackDown, or was that 05? Remember when he quit? We were there, weren't we? Yeah, we were, we were at the Raw when he quit in the wheelchair. Like an idiot. <laughs> that was dope, man. That was one of his best promos. Uh, man. Old Dave. I might have to go back and watch that one again, too. Yeah, the old motherfucker himself. You know what sucks, too, is I was trying to look up on the network because um, obviously they got all the ECWs. So the ECW that I was at at the Seagate Center, because technically that was a show that was taped. And I went to go look it up. Of course, it's fucking not there. Or I think it's there, but it's not right. Like, it's not right on the network or something, which I'm sure ECW lost half their video. But right, I was well, like, man, you know, they the would thing ever. Yeah, well, they would tape it and then they would sit on it for so long and then use it, you know, later. And that's the thing is, I think the one that I looked up is taped from the. So I'd have to go through and like try to find one that would have been taped before because I think it was like August fourteenth, ninety nine. Is uh, I want to say when I went to that, I still have that ticket somewhere. But yeah, an ECW show, and I was looking, I was like, oh man, it's on there. And then it was just like a whole show of nothing. And I was like, man, what's this crap? What's this <laughs> I want to see this show. <laughs> right, right. I say it's probably in like September or October or something. Yeah, I'll have to go back through and look, see if I can find eight-year-old eight me. So I'm looking way back at the paper I've written that says pod titles. And for a second, I thought it said pod teddies. <laughs> That's how bad my handwriting is. Um, the uh, God. All right. So 
that's good on for on this day, I think. And uh, but we will give some happy birthdays real quick. Happy fifty seventh birthday to which who we wish was a friend of the show, New Jack. I mean, I mean, give me a chance. I might be able to make that happen. And happy sixty eighth birthday to good old Jr. himself, Jim Ross. Oh, Jr. Huh. Good for him. So, All right. next week. I asked, a, I asked a good question on one of his ones. I can't remember what it was. But I haven't listened to Jaron a little bit, so I'll rely on one of you to hear it. When Cody's in the shower listening. I haven't. I've been on audiobooks <laughs> lately. I had to smash in 13 hours of Obama's book on Monday in a 10-hour uh, period, so I was listening to it at two and a half speed so I could listen to it in five hours. Yeah, I can't do that shit. When you're working, it's easy to do for me. I'm just crunching shit all day long. Um, but as always, we have some sponsors to thank. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moment or mind quarantine. Fucked that up earlier. So thanks to mind quarantine, Wes, but also moments in time. Uh, check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. He'll be here in three weeks. For four weeks at this point uh don't forget wednesday we've got jeopardy so we'll come out thursday and sunday round one thursday round two sunday be back for that thanks to all our clothing crandall's quality landscaping connell barrett dating transformation.com sorry sparty steve didn't get you on the show sometime this year we will and as always good morning good afternoon good evening and good night and this 2021 show feels a lot like 2020. Uh, damn, who are we, AEW or WWE? Oh,